Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The first four hours were simply in a moose-bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Show you the one on dessert? Not for me. Good. Your table is ready for Carmen in Lima's emerging podcast scene. Are we on? Oh, I'm sorry. Do, 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 do. D to the I to the A to the M. O to the N to the D to the pearls of love. Prince still lives on this station. How you doing? We're live. It's We're live. Night. Did you ever call Miss Cleo? No. You never did? Is that something people did? My aunt did. Okay. My aunt called Miss Cleo, and uh, the Miss Cleo never answered. It was always somebody for Miss Cleo. And uh, what was I going to say? Oh, it was somebody for Miss Cleo, and she just believed her anyway. She just, my aunt just believed the person who was subbing for Miss Cleo mm. anyway. One of her trained people. I they did a documentary about Miss Cleo. I still Cleo. can't believe Rest in peace. that anybody ever fell for that stuff. Like, it does go to show. Anthony. It does go to show that the population at large can always be divided into certain groups. The people that will call and expect to not only hear from Miss Cleo, but will expect it to be effective. And then everybody else. I think that life has proven to you mm-hmm. that there are plenty of people who believe Miss Cleo. Aren't there? I think you can believe. I don't know. I'm not in that world. I don't, there's I don't plenty know anybody people, that would. There's people who believe in and fight you that there's a salary cap. Yes, people believe that the, that Miss Cleo was telling them the truth and that they, she actually had the powers she said she possessed. Do you want to break down my salary cap stuff? I forgot. Well, what? Just that I want you to just have an actual salary cap expert on because I feel like they'd make you look bad. No, I that's, feel like that's you, not I, part of the fun. No, 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 that would be fun. Them making you look bad would be hilarious, guys, and then guys, you'd never be able to say it again. Yeah, well, see, now you're not having fun with it. I am having fun with no, it. No, you're not. You just want to embarrass me. That's not having fun with it. Well, you've said it me. so many times that I think people think but you're being I, serious. I'm not going to fight. Well, I partially am. Uh, and I'll tell you why, but I'm not going to fight the salary cap expert 
on whether or not there's a salary cap. The person makes their living balancing their team under the salary cap. That's what they do. Yeah. But you don't know. There is a whole gag to it that you don't understand. I don't want to tell you. Now I, I regret bringing it up because now you're like mad. You're like worked into a shoot I'm over my opinion saying that there's no such thing as I'm a salary cap. All, but it's hard to have actual conversations about the cap on the air if you just call it a myth and then we, we have to operate from Is our that show really basis. hurting that I call the cut the salary cap a myth? Is that is that what really what's holding our show back? Well, we just can't go down the conversations of talking about smart cap management for the Browns going forward, which is going to be something that we're going to have to talk about All a right, ton. I'm going to say this now. Once, hold on. Once Deshaun Watson's contract goes up to 55 million, Amari Cooper's goes from 5 this. to 23. We had the guy uh, was it Kevin Cole was that the one that said the Browns salaries will go up $150 million from this year to next year on all the guys under contract. So it's hard because everything we do is going to be talking about the cap after this year. Two things. The day is June 9th, 2022. Mm. I want this all recorded because we're going to play it on the the radio show. Yeah, they're all available later. We're going to play No, but we're going to take this. I want to make sure this is clipped saved in a separate folder Mm -hmm. because we're going to play this clip on the radio show on the air when we go to talk about this so people don't think I'm backtracking on what I say about the salary cap, all right? So today is June 9th, 2022. The time is 10.21 a.m. Here we go. The salary cap is a myth because it the real salary cap affects the players that nobody cares about. I think people know that. I don't think they do. You don't think people know that teams want to keep the good players, the, t- the players I that want, help them? Could you just let me make my statement? Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. The day is June 9th, 2022. There is a salary cap for the players that you don't care about. There's a salary cap for the players that you don't care about, fans don't care about, that coaches care about. When we talk about no salary cap, for Cooper Cup, there's no such thing. For Von Miller, there's no such thing. Aaron Donald, Matt Stafford, so on and so forth. How many players in the league? Using the Rams as an example. I'm making my statement. Do not interrupt the statement yet. Can always edit this out. For the players we care about, there is no salary cap. But nobody sits there and talks about corners, that came in in a big moment and were able to help out that didn't even make the tackle. Players that you don't care about, there's a salary cap for them. But for certain players, there's no salary cap. So when we say, oh, you will always find ways to keep Miles Garrett. You will always find ways to keep Denzel Ward and Nick Chubb if you want and they want. Same for Deshaun Watson. When this eventually goes, when we eventually get through this, There will be, if he wants to stay here, there will be ways to keep him. You always find ways for those players. But for everybody else, eh, sometimes you got to make up for it. End of statement. But the the players that are mighty, the players that are making up for it matter too, though. It's not the guys that aren't making tackles because they're on bare minimum contracts anyway. Yeah, they all matter. It's the JC Treaders. It's the level players that you'd like to have. Yeah, it's the Sheldon Richardsons. Yeah, it's the Amari Coopers. (laughs) And those are all those are all the number one receiver on the team. Guys, Mm. those are all players. Yeah, we know those players because they played for the Browns. 
There's all players that obviously we'd like to have. And there's a lot of players that a lot of teams would like to have that they just can't because they're playing, they're paying their quarterback the an obscene amount cap. of money, and they're paying their other ones. Yeah, because there's no salary cap to the players that the general public cares about. It's just how much money. They always find a way. They load in dummy years. It's all like when we go, well, they're not going to be able to hold on to Aaron Donald because of the cap. Yes, they will. Stop. It's being stupid because there's no such thing as a cap for Aaron Donald. He's a once-in-a-generation yeah, and possibly no, I, once in the I, history NFL football player. Yeah, I got yelled at for saying he was in a different category all by himself. Why? Once. Who yelled at you? I think it was you. <laughs> no, I didn't. Yeah. When was this? I remember it. When? Yeah. You're, no, bull, no. What are you talking about? No. When did I say it? I remember it. it. We talked you said about it. Aaron Donald versus Miles Garrett. Tell and me then, when. Then people On a previous show, you said it. Listen, I know I disagree with Anthony a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't think we had that argument at all. Oh, yeah. Well, it was about Miles Garrett. Are you sure? No. I wasn't, I, I wasn't sick and had remember, a feeling that day. Remember, we talked about the Hall of Fame and how I said not every Hall of Fame is the same, just like not every champion yeah, is the same. I agree with you, right? And then I brought you said up it was a myth. how we can all I said I even said it on the air, something like this, because I know how I am. I would have said something to the effect of as much as we all love Miles Garrett, and he is heading right into the Hall of Fame. It looks like a, it, it's gonna be a pretty easy decision as long as he plays enough years, plays enough games. He's already well on his way to a Hall of Fame career. If he has five if he has four more years, like he just had the last four or five? Five. Jeez, five years. He's going to the Hall of Fame. Right. But that doesn't mean he's in the same category as Aaron Donald, who I said is in a category all by himself. That's all I said. And I thought you got mad at me that day. I wasn't. Okay. I wasn't mad at you that day. So you're retracting that. No, there's no retraction because I didn't disagree with him. Aaron Donald could be the – the only thing I want to wonder is, is Aaron Donald the greatest defensive player ever, or are we caught Mm. in in a time wash here? Because I think a lot of people are going to go – Oh, Lawrence, Lawrence Taylor. Taylor. Yeah, uh, Reggie White. Because of the position he's playing, he's Lawrence Taylor was was set in a spot where he can be a uh-huh. offensive disruptor at all times. Aaron Donald is not necessarily. Now they have started to build the defense more of like okay, let's make sure Aaron gets his openings. But he's doing you it from the interior part of the line. Isn't that harder? Yes, it's way harder. Yeah. So would you put Aaron Donald ahead of Lawrence Taylor? Man, it's close. It's just give me two more years, maybe. Now, what about Reggie White? Reggie White. There's an uncomfortable question Reggie, here. Reggie White had no leg and went to a Super Bowl and got sacks in the Super Bowl, yeah. and his leg was broken. Talk about the, the one against before. the Broncos? Yeah. I thought that was the one against the Patriots. No, it was the one against the Patriots. Oh, because yeah. later. He basically blew out his ACL on Sunday. Oh, and then yeah, yeah. Two weeks later. And he couldn't walk, and then, like, he goes, I, I really want to play. And now, he prayed about it, and then he got to play. We yeah. always make – you have to ask this. This is ugly. We always make bigger issues out of players after they pass away, and we wish that Reggie was still with us. Yeah, he was so young, too. He yeah. was very young, and that was a shame that he passed away. But do you think that that has put into it as well? Reggie White um, was pretty freaking good. Was he an MVP candidate? He was the year? very first free agent. Yes. Uh, Lawrence Taylor, he was I think, the MVP is the last candidate. Def- yeah. LT is the last defensive guy to win the MVP. Yeah, which he'll never, they'll never allow for that Might again. Be the right? only guy. Right, not with quarterback stats the way yeah. they are. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's yeah, the thing can. is, I like, I don't want to get into an argument of LT versus Lawrence uh, versus Aaron Donald, because then it's like, well, LT won the MVP. And it's like, guys. Yeah. You're not giving the MVP to an offensive guy anymore. Did Aaron Donald get any MVP votes last year? I believe so. I, I don't thought know if he had was to just some yeah. buzz, yeah. just as always, to make some I think news. he always gets some. 
during the last quarter of the season. Right. Like, hey, defensive players getting some buzz for MVP. J.J. Watt. What about J.J.? Conversation. I think T.J. Watt's he better. Got, he got MVP votes. Oh, he did. You're right. J.J. got MVP votes. I think T.J. Watt's on his way to having a better career, is he not? Than J.J.? Mm-hmm. Well, if he I keeps playing against Baker J- Mayfield of the Cleveland Browns, well, yeah. yeah. J.J. has three Defensive Player of the Year awards, I think. He And he did that wow. in like six years That or is something. pretty crazy. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong on that. It's just we're seeing he was down in Houston. We don't really right. We're on watching him. Yeah. every TJ Watt game because the Steelers are on no, no matter what every I agree. single game. Are I we agree, on? I in, think... Are we on in Pittsburgh as much as Pittsburgh yeah. is on in Cleveland? I feel like I can see their whole season without having to subscribe to anything. It's interesting. I think well, we've had to have been the last couple well, you're, of years. You're always going to get two games yeah. against us, and then you're going to get. All their national games. Right. They yeah. play a lot more 4 o'clock games, I feel like. They're always going to be in it. Their, their fan base is, for whatever reason, their their ratings, uh, until re, until the last few years, their ratings have always been some of the highest if, in the NFL. If we play a 4 o'clock game, you're guaranteed at 1 o'clock we're getting their game. Their game. Not Cincinnati. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's true. So, yeah, we've seen T.J. Watt more than we've seen just about any opposing defensive player. Yeah. T.J. Watt's really good, too. But Aaron Donald's a cut above the rest. You're right. You are right about that. All right. So we, we've talked about that. What's going on? How's the move? Uh, yeah, just other than the nightmarish not knowing where anything was thing today, uh, was the mailman. We had the mailman introduce himself to us a couple days ago, came by, and he was like, seriously, if you have any issues with not remembering any of the neighbors' names or their kids' names, I'm right here, or you can just – Plop it down on a note inside the mailbox. Like he, had a, he had a whole spiel on how if that if that gets awkward for oh, you, he runs you the neighborhood. Like he was very specific, almost as if somebody screwing up names caused a huge Hatfield and McCoy incident at some point. Because he was that very is specific, very interesting. But he was he was probably in his fifties. You could tell he's had that exact same route now is, for decades. Was yeah. he looking? T- for you to pay him a protection tax? Yes, or? I think I think Are he's you in the a shakedown. I think he's in the mafia. I think that's what he did. You know, I was thinking about that the other day. Like, how crazy is it that if you were a small business owner, yeah, in certain parts of well, way back in Italy, but in New York City, or in Brooklyn, or the Bronx, Eastside Cleveland, or Shaker Heights, Youngstown, you know, yeah. we could go on, Chicago. That if you opened up your business, you're off the boat. You come in, you open up the business, and someone comes by and knocks on that door. Like that scene in Godfather 2, I'm sure replicated in many other mobster movies, that was a real thing. And so I was thinking about that the other day. What if some car came down the road? Seriously, I went through the whole thing about this. I I was started, it was almost like I started to write write a pilot and start to write this down for a potential movie script. I move in, I'm in Bay Village. And this nice, nice, beautiful uh, women walking around with their kids, strollers everywhere. It's perfect for Sarah. It's going to be awesome. She already knows everybody there. Oh, you've bought her the mommy we neighborhood. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got everything. Yeah, that's what we're that's, – that's, 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 that's what we're in it for. Sidewalks everywhere. It's just a thing of beauty. And I thought to myself, what if a car comes down – and, you know, she's inside. And car comes down. Guy gets out and goes. And he's all – He's basically dre- in my vision. He's dressed up like a pimp, but I'm sure he'd come okay. up with a better outfit. He looks like uh, <laughs> Alabaster Jones from King of the Hill. <laughs> <laughs> I actually know the reference. So the guy goes, "Hey, good day to you, sir. 
Welcome to the neighborhood. And I go, oh, hey, that's nice. Hey, I brought you brought you a housewarming gift. No, you don't have to do that. No, 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 no. It's okay. I do it for everybody in the neighborhood. And then I said, oh, well, no, seriously, you don't have to do that. And he opens up a box. It's some crappy gift. It's not a good gift at all. And I go, oh, thank you. And then he goes, hey, just so you know, I watch out for everything over here. So, listen, if it's, if it's not that big of a deal, I just need maybe an envelope and maybe uh, 200 bucks, 200 bucks a week. <laughs> and I laugh and I go, no, that's good. It's a good joke. It's a good bit. But seriously, my name's Anthony and, uh, you know, I'll be seeing you. Hey, uh, no, 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 just, you know, Anthony, uh, this is serious. I've been doing this for 20 years. You can ask any of your neighbors. I prefer you not. And in fact, don't ask any of your neighbors. And I'm going to need that $200. And then he gets stern. He gets stern yeah. with me. And I go, hey, guy, I don't need any trouble. We just moved into the neighborhood. And he's like, you're going to get trouble. You're going to get trouble if I don't get the 200 bucks. And if I don't get on every Wednesday, the first thing you do, I know what time you leave. And by the way, Sarah, and he goes over her maiden name and everything, and then starts, starts to know too much information. I know her parents. And I go, hey, I'm going to call the police right now. Oh, uh, no, you won't. You're not going to call the police. And another car comes down right as I say that. And I start, to think of my, I start to think of this scenario in my head of how do I get out of this situation? You write, Just call the police, right? No, they're staring at me. Now there's a third they car. They own the police. Now there's seven A Bay people. Village police Bay car Village pulls police. up and yep. stares at you. I love it. We got to start. This is how Kevin Smith. Oh, my God. This is how Kevin Smith wrote Human Centipede, by the way, doing a podcast yeah. about it. Yeah. So maybe we, not, we need to get people to start tweeting some of the plot points of this. Oh, my God. So the God. Bay Village cop uh, says, is there a problem over here? And they look at me and go, hey, Gordon. They know his name. They know his name. They know Gordon, the police officer's name. And then they're handshaking and like, hey, how's your wife? How's your kid? And now I realize everybody's in on it. And now I have to pay the $200. Or if I go to the FBI, now I say, I have a friend at the FBI. And they go, oh, who? Carl? Yeah. No, we know Carl. And so they already know everybody that I know. And they start to show Polaroids of everything that I've done. And they have my ATM password. And they are embedded into my life. They wow. know every single thing about this already. Loophole in the plot. Time out. What's up? For 200 bucks a week, I'm not doing all that background on you. Well, it's going to start at 200 but it's going to go up. Oh, they're going to start yeah. They're going to start garnishing my wages. That is the price you pay if you want to play in Bay. Uh, they already have my bank account information. They already don't. They don't. Even, the two hundred dollars was a, a ruse. It doesn't even matter. As we get further along <laughs> in this scenario, I find out they already have my money. They already have all of my money. I have no money. Then why do they even say it to you to the begin banks with? Don't well, exist. it's a nice conversation, so I don't run. It's a Stepford Wives type of scenario where they want you to believe you're living in this utopia, mm. but really you just live for them. Wow, it's for their enjoyment. Okay, mm. well, how do you how do you triumph? You well, have to triumph. I, th- I I think the issue is first of all that uh, Gordon wants to do a little ride along with me, and he wants to start showing me what's what in Bay Village. So he starts taking me, and he goes, "You wouldn't know. You wouldn't even understand." And he goes, "By the way, we have Sarah held captive right now, so you have no other choice but to go along with yeah. this." And we I'm going, "How turn. can this be possible? This, I'm having a really bad day here. We I need have. to wake up from this nightmare. This can't be happening." Oh boy. You don't know how the story ends? I just started the story. I just came up with this. Oh, well, it, eventually you and Dave Zastadil have to recruit <laughs> oh, no. other oh. people in Bay Village. Ed in Bay Village. So we listener. have to fight back like Red right. Dawn. You have to fight back. Yeah. Which, and by the way, uh, well, actually, you have to get a person. What's the bar in Bay Village? Is there a bar in Bay Village? 
Uh, I went to one the other day called Ironwood. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. That seemed okay. cool. What you do... There's one moose something? Technic- technically, it's in Westwood. Okay, this yeah. is how the movie's oh, going to end. It's across the on the other tracks. side of the tracks, okay. man. Ah, tracks, the other linear. side of the tracks. So this is what you do. Mm-hmm. You go to Los Angeles, okay? You go to a bar. You get a bouncer from the bar in Los Angeles, and he says he's going he's gonna to come to Bay Village. And then he works at the bar in Bay Village. And eventually, he, with you, and Ed in Bay Village, and Dave Zastadil, take down Gordon and the local police. Taking back your city. You take back Bay Village. Your village. A local hardware store is going to mm. get blown up. Well, that's okay. inevitable. And, and we knew that was probably Dave is going to have to die. Well, I'm just basically I'm just giving you the plot well, of the Roadhouse. I thought you would pick it up, and you didn't pick it up. And I'm like, oh my god, he's not saying this is the plot of the Roadhouse. So now I got to tell him. I thought you were going to use Dave's Dave's uh, fleet of foot punting skills. Well, no, Dave, Dave doesn't have the chainsaw boomstick hand. He's got one on his foot. Boom. There it is. But I noticed so many of these movies now have gone down the same plot lines. I was just watching another one the other day where I think it was, oh, Better Call Saul. No, it wasn't Better no Call spoilers. Saul. No, I can't go down that route. Anyway. anyway Better Call Saul. Oh, he woke up and he did his laundry. And oh, okay. so many of these, and they did an hour of amazing yeah. cinematography to get the there. The papers are floating through Painstaking, the Painstaking, and the do? music was incredible. But so many of the plots now are that the FBI... And the bad guys are working in cahoots yep. to take down other bad guys. And so that's how they make it okay. This is how, this is how there's no welcome wagon anymore because no. someone tried to do this. 
<laughs> someone gave someone a basket of utensils, and then all of a sudden tried to do a shakedown for two hundred bucks a week. Two hundred bucks a week is that's a lot of money. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Two hundred a week's a lot. That's more than a country club membership. Oh god, don't get me started on that stuff. Uh, what do you uh, what do you tip a mailman? Mail a letter carrier. Mail okay, so person. I've never I, I've never had to do this. We did give some money to the last mail carrier in a house that we did not own so we didn't know what the rules were on that if you're a renter is it different from if you're an owner i don't think so they're still delivering your mail whether you you live there or not right or whether you own the home or not but you know when you're renting it's always foot out the door you don't really have ownership over it well you can make them mad because you won't be here next year anyway well when did you move in did you move in in november well then no you don't have to tip them but if you moved in 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 january no we ended up being there 10 months okay Hey, tip them. So wait, so you tip them as you leave now? Because normally isn't that a holiday thing? All right, but I got another problem with that mail carrier, the old one. Not the new one, Tom, who seems really good, who might be shaking me down. I don't know. Uh, The other one, I have tried to say hi to him multiple occasions. I've tried to strike up conversations. Of course, he's in a hurry. No, no, the mail carrier. Mail carrier. I've tried to strike up conversations, but I do remember they're in a hurry. They want to get it all done. The sooner they get through it, the sooner they go home, I imagine. But I'd, I'd like a cursory once in a while, a perfunctory, if you will, Ken. Hello. How you doing? How's your day? Nothing. So if you're going to do that, do you, are, do you really care? Are you really invested in what kind of a tip that the renter was going to give you? I, I just think that th- there's a, another theory I have, and I've never delivered a day of mail in my life. I actually do know several mail carriers. I, I know several of them. This is the weird thing about it. A lot of listeners, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got to talk. I think for a guy your age, I think they're trying to make up time with guys like you mm-hmm. because there's so many 65 and over people who bogart their time. They have to make up time with you. So they're like, I will talk to this guy when he turns 60. I'm not talking to this guy when he's 41. We don't need to exchange a whole bunch mm-hmm. of pleasantries. There's too much time. You're too busy. You still work. I'm busy. I'm at work. I need to go talk to Agnes and Carl down the way. We're going to take up five minutes of my time talking to me about the weather and the birds and bees and God knows what else. Yeah, so I wonder. Some of those mail I bet carriers, that happens. No, I like the theory. Yeah. I'm just wondering, are we a hassle to the mail carrier? or I do, think we're always a hassle to the mail carrier. But sometimes do some of them look for some entertainment to, to change up the day so that all the days. We need to get a mail carrier on the show like mm-hmm. right now. We need to do a whole segment of mail carriers tomorrow. I mean, there's three that listen every day. And yeah, at us. we do. Get Mailman Taz on the Actually, phone we have right now. The, we have another on the east side, Mike. Mike in Mayfield. So should we stop talking about this and bring it up on the show tomorrow? Yeah, I think so because, look, there, there, a, Double A, mark it down. A poll just came out. We don't want to go down. Every show we'll eventually goes down the tipping uh, rabbit hole. And, yeah, you and, don't want to do that. Then you could do it in everything, the hotels, the taxi drivers. Like, you go on and on and on. You can ask it in every realm. And trust me, radio shows that are looking to fill time <laughs> certainly know how to do that. But a story just came out yesterday. It said it's now the majority that can't be. The majority of, or something of people. See if you can find a double A. See if you can do some research for the show, for the podcast. Do be some nice. research on the salary be cap, nice if please. if you could do something once in a while. That a high percentage, maybe not a majority, of people don't believe in tipping now? No. It just came out today, and I saw everybody no. on Twitter going nuts about it. So, but I don't know the specifics. I don't believe that for a second. I, I don't know, man. Every it, I feel like every place that I use my card, which is everywhere, I hardly pay in cash, now their things are set up to just go, hey, 
You want to give a 15% tip? Yeah. You want to give yeah. a 20% tip? You want to do a custom tip? And that's like, we go to Mitchell's. I buy four dollars worth of ice cream, and they're like, "Hey, you want to give a want to give an eighty cent tip?" I'm like, sure. I just hit yes. That way, I can get through the screen. Because if you don't, you get three extra screens. The one where you say, "I don't," I I'll customize it, and then I'll leave it at zero, and then they'll go, "You know, you just said zero. You didn't put dollars on there." No, yeah, I didn't want to give you a tip because our transaction was thirty seconds long. I have spent so so put it this way. Once they went to the computerized situation where you put in your card. Now at a lot of the food places because of COVID, at least that right. that's how they tried to sell it. But because of COVID, it was hey they you handle your own card. You're not touching other people's devices or whatever. You're putting your card in. Right. When you do that and it shows up on their little miniature computer or iPad or whatever. The tip thing comes up right away. Mm. So now I find myself tipping things I never would have tipped for previously, yep. Yep. like going to the ice cream place. Yep. I, I got a six. In, in terms of your credit card, like putting it in with your hand. I, I always, with cash, would put out a couple dollars. But now I'm putting in way more. Way more because it says 15, 20. And when did anybody ever truly tip some of these things 20%? So there is. We're gonna, we're, that weren't restaurants. We're going to say some things about ourselves here that I don't know if we want to admit. I like to go to the automated checkouts instead of the in-person every checkouts. Every time. I go every because time. Because a person isn't going to – a computer is going to ask me if I want to donate to whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the person. I have a problem telling mm. people no, especially on things like that. Boy, I've gotten past that one. Oh, well, yeah. I can't. They took, I can't. The the it took nose, me so hard. The red nose at Walgreens. It took me a long it? time, and then I looked down the can't row do as – 17 of my children are standing there. I go, no, I've got, I've got to pay for these kids. Coats for these kids, currently, that are standing with me. Yeah. Like the uh, the other one, what was it? Oh, my God. Oh, the uh, at the gas station. Would you like to donate? Nope, I don't and know. Then, now they'll even do that. You want to round up? Because I sit, well, because I start to think about it. It's like, did we definitely give to charity. I know we yeah. give to charity. I know the family gives to charity. Mm-hmm. We've been through this a bunch. I know it's done. I give to the LeBron James Foundation. That was supposed to be a walk-off. Yeah, you didn't do it. Right. We still have more podcasts. <laughs> Damn like it. 1047. We have, like, I, I, I just, it's like, uh, w- like, it's almost to a point like, okay, when's enough enough? When is enough enough? But at the same time, we can't stop that because it still makes you feel good as a society. Yeah. yeah. Giving will make you feel good. It really will. Um, and seeing, seeing the good of the money actually does, it does help you make feel good. I, I, People don't believe that. It's absolutely true. Um, I went and got soup yesterday, right? $6 bowl of soup. The woman at the counter turns around, grabbed a plastic cup, bowl, put the soup in, closed the bowl, put it in a bag, gave Mm -hmm. it to me. I gave her two bucks. Mm -hmm. So it was an $8 bowl of soup. Yep. Tipped two bucks. Is it worth it to even tip the two bucks? Is it worth it? Is it like to the point is like, am I insulting this person to tip two bucks at all? Or is it like, should I just leave well, it at six bucks? Well, it's not insulting at all. It can, it's no. not insulting. No, no, okay. no, no, no. No, for years, you know, I worked at a pizza place and I did the deliveries and some people, would, most people would tip. A few didn't. You knew who the non-tippers were and you didn't spit on their pizza, but mm-hmm. you certainly weren't busting ass. The same way. There is an Man, incentive system. I can't tell you how pissed off I used to get mm-hmm. when I go to somebody's house and 
It is thirteen ninety seven. They never shoveled their driveways. Oh my god! You'd go to somebody's house thirteen ninety seven, and it was thirteen dollars and ninety seven cents. There you go. Counted out for you. That's what you got. But but then also when it was busy, uh, but but I didn't have a delivery to make. I'd go help with the people to register, and then all I would do is put some plates and some napkins. Here's your takeout order. Yeah. And there'd be people. That's where the wide widest variance of what people would tip, if at all, would come was on that. A little different from delivery. People would come in. You'd put some plates together. Maybe even go get the two liter of pop. Give it to them. And then they'd give you nothing. You wouldn't expect it. Or sometimes, here's a dollar. Sometimes, out of nowhere, here's ten. And I'm like, ten? I didn't do anything. All I yeah, did that was wasn't give a $10 job. I didn't do anything. Yeah. So that you never knew what you were going to get with that. Huh. Oftentimes, nothing. I did that. Grocery store carryout, same thing. You could... You could either get fifty cents, or sometimes they'd have a twenty dollar bill, and that's all they had. And they're like, "Oh Here. crap!" We have one grocery store in Northeast Ohio that has a whole system, yeah, where oh, you yeah. drive your car around. Yeah. Oh, I know. Who you're What's the about. tip situation there? You're not. They're not supposed to take it. Is there a sign? They they are like strictly forbidden, and uh, I've only been through that one like twice. But I remember there was. We used to have to do it at the grocery store I lived at. Or I lived at. I worked at, and there was an old person there. Hey, tell your man to double bag. Last he, time he, he didn't, didn't double, double bag. bag. Make sure you double bag like the lady asked. So I took their I took, took I took their groceries out, and he went to hand me like twenty bucks, and I said, "No, I'm not supposed to take that." He goes, "You're 17 years old. Yeah. F this job. Yeah. They're not going to fire you yeah. over taking yeah. my twenty dollars. Don't be an asshole. Take the twenty bucks." Sorry, you got to hit the button. You got to hit the button. Oh, come on. He said, don't be an a-hole. Take the 20 bucks. This podcast sucks. I know. Sorry. Um, you have a story like I that, Owen? Let it you have a story like that, Owen? Oh, well, I had uh, several. So we had my first job, warehouse market. The old man told me not carry, to be an a Carry out job, right? 16 years old. The little old ladies, we had a Shasta machine outside, which is a Fago, <laughs> Shasta. right? Shasta. So we had a wow. Shasta machine outside. It was a quarter for a, for a can of pop. And the little old ladies would give you a quarter, and they tell you, go buy a Shasta, right? So we got to – I had to work on 4th of July one day. And this guy comes in. He comes in hot. There is not parking near the building. He parks it right up on the red line, comes in. He's got the the little bag of charcoal. Like, the you just light the bag and start the, char, start the charcoal with it, right? I've never he's seen got, anything like that. That's he's crazy. got a little bag of charcoal, maybe a five-pound bag or whatever. And <laughs> – a 30 rack of beer. That's all he's got, right? And he comes through the line. 30 is so many beers. And <laughs> so many. He goes, kind of he puts it through. It weekend, conveyor belts down to me. About yourself. And like a smart ass, I go, you want to carry out with that? And he goes, you want to tip with that? And I'm like, yep. And we walk out and the biggest jacked up Chevy truck I've ever seen in my life. He gave me a $50 bill. No oh. way. I'm like, all right, man. Thank you. Man, that's cool. But so many fireworks that night. <laughs> that money was Man. spent so fast in the time it, it was took gone. him to give it to you. There, there's things, there's a monetary amount in your mind when you're a kid and or a teenager that you're like, I have plans with this. I'm life changing right mm-hmm. now. Oh man! Like you were gonna steal to try to, to try oh, yeah, to make the definitely. fireworks thing gonna, happen. I was gonna steal. Well, originally it was like, how are we getting our own, uh, you know, special beverages? But I'm working at the grocery store, so that's taken care of. Right, you have a guy in the back that'll. Oh yeah, put that that's on the why docks you work you. at the I'm grocery store. I'm not gonna say store. his name. I want to say his name so bad. I want to say the name of the grocery store too, but I can't. Yep, 
I want to say so his that name. Was all he would take care of. Then I got the entertainment. I got the money for the entertainment now. One of the best Fourth of Julys ever. Nineteen ninety eight. It was oh, a good Fourth of July. Those are. Do we, are we ever able to tell those stories, or is that irresponsible? The excitement when you were able to when you were able to buy that. Yeah. The exci- I, ah, it's irresponsible. We don't condone that. You should wait till you're twenty one. Mm-hmm. Mine was ruined. Really? I just spent six months in yeah. South Korea. I came back two days before I turned twenty one. Oh, I, I'm 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 just uh, talking about like when you're seventeen, uh, high school. I always had. I never. I always worked at a place that sold it, so I never had to. Oh man, you missed out. Never. Now I was the. We talked about it the other day. I was the plug guy at the grocery, at the gas <laughs> station for a ton of kids, and my method there was six pack cost you twenty bucks. I'll double bag it. I throw it in the dumpster. You've got to figure out how to get it out of there. Oh, oh my God, oh, Owen! I, oh, I was taking <laughs> care at the old. It's not. It's not called that anymore. Not the same owners. Um, people know what the owner ended up doing to himself and shape and force. Huh. Uh, the style that we went with was the ice machine. Okay. The ice machine was where uh, I had access to the downstairs ice machine. I'd go down. Put the beers from the cage in there. Now we're telling these they'd, stories. They'd have to wait. They'd have to wait for a little bit and marinate because too much foot traffic down right. there was going to arise suspicions, obviously. So about an hour and a half later, and remember, I'm 16 washing dishes there, maybe 15, but I think I'm 16. Yeah. Washing dishes. And I'm trying to, honestly, I'm trying to be cool with the upperclassmen, with the juniors and seniors. So they were the ones that were like, hey, can you do it? And they didn't even promise me anything at that point. I was just doing it. You're just hoping to get an in. So I was just stealing yeah. from the freaking bar so that I'd be cool. I ended up getting invited to a party three houses down. This is like uh, Dazed and Confused, except in the at, 90s. At Jenny Albanese's house. And I realized, all right, why am I stealing <laughs> for them and I can't steal for myself? So this is what you do when you're 16, apparently, when you have no morals, no ethics, and no family. Uh, I went and took a case of beer, did it the ice machine method. Brought it up like I was going to fill the coolers up behind the bar. Made a beeline outside the back door. Waved to somebody like, shut up. And I went out to the car, put the case of beer. That night, and this is in the middle of summer. This is three days before July 4th weekend. I take the case of beer. Was it Red Dog? Might have been Red Dog. Took the case of beer, put it in the woods. Okay, way in the back, so nobody, Jeez. nobody would know about this. Remember, I told you I got invited to a party. Yeah, it's now July Fourth weekend. I've never been invited to a party before. These are neighbors, but not like for the kids. It'd be for the parents, but this is for the kids. They say, "Hey, you have a beer, right? You have a case of beer. You bring it over to the party." I go and get the beer. The beer has been outside in ninety-five oh, and humid. Oh my god! So remember, it was in the cold. Then it's in oh, the it's hot. Flat. Two skunk, diametrically opposite. Yeah. Yeah, it's the, the, the epitome it's you learned very young. Flat. But remember. Bitter I, beer face. Remember, I don't really know. Even though I've had a beer here and there. Kind of one of those, your, your parents like, right. yeah, you really want it? You do yeah. it, you're like, this is awful. Yeah. You know, when you're two years old. Now, I'm 16. I'm carrying that beer over. And ladies and gentlemen, you want to talk about making a grand entrance when you show up with a case of beer, it's upperclassmen. It's all the girls that are older than you that you've been thinking about your, your, your entire high school existence. 
and they see lip. I look like a stick figure. Might have had a mullet. Not sure. I was called. <laughs> I I was called Rat Boy by some people. I am carrying this beer like it's a championship belt. <laughs> I put the beer down, and it's like, well, you get the first one. I go, no, 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 no. Go ahead. So Jenny and all her friends, here you go. They all open the beer. First of all, it is sh- it's been shaken. It's been everything. It's like I put it to Sherwin Williams at the paint, yeah. you know, to get the paint ready, <laughs> spin it around. And that beer goes a flying. Oh, it's funny. Whatever. It's still beer. It's still a huge case of beer. It might yeah. have been a 30. Not sure. Remember, in those days, like two beers would. Right. Well, yeah. 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 We're talking about 16, 17, 18-year-olds. No body fat, nothing. Nobody's used to drinking. This is, it's not like every weekend you drank. Maybe they did that at the private schools. Uh, we didn't have the ability to do that. Yeah. We just had no way to do it. So this was a big July 4th. This was going to be a rager that, you know, you can't hardly wait. Like those movies. Like that's the whole movie is that rager, that one rager you never forget. And I'll never forget like the cutest girl of them all, Jessica. She takes the beer, puts it to her mouth. And she might as well have just projectile spit it out and basically threw the can down. And she goes, it skunked. And all the guys just rip into me. They are ripping into me. It's like I thought I was the savior. And I go from the legend to just the 16-year-old kid who doesn't even know how to take care of the beer like a grown man should. By the way, I drank that beer, didn't care, and I walked around with the skunk beer and drank it, and it was the worst thing I've ever tasted in my entire life. That's a 100% true story. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.